Whether your kids are taking notes or passing them, reading textbooks or sending texts, there will still be lots to see this school year. And that's why Pearl Vision wants to help you ensure they see it all. So they're covering the out-of-pocket cost or your insurance copay for your eye exam. Schedule your family's eye exams at pearlvision.com. Valid prescription required. Valid at participating locations. Restrictions apply. Taxes extra. See store for details. Ends 1031-2021. Exams available at the Independent Doctors of Optometry at or next to Pearl Vision. Some doctors employed by Pearl Vision. Cox can help make your home smarter and your life easier. Now you can use your Contour voice remote to connect to your home life cameras so you can view them right on your TV screen using simple voice commands. That makes it easy to keep tabs on what's happening around your home right from your couch. Need to keep an eye on the kids when they're playing outside? Just say, show me my backyard camera into your Cox voice remote and watch them while you're in the house. And if you're waiting for a delivery and want to make sure it's there on time, no problem. Just say, show me driveway camera to check on it with your Home Life HD cameras on the TV screen while you go about your day. When you live in a home powered by Cox Internet, you can stay connected to what matters and let Cox take care of the rest. To learn more about all the benefits of your connected home, visit cox.com slash thisishome today. This is Trend Chat. And welcome to another episode of Trend Chat. I'm your host, Brian Bledsoe. And if you want to connect with us, put it on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, or Snapchat. It's all the same name, at Trend Chat 24-7. So, you know, if you, if you know, when this plays, that means I don't have a lot of time. <laughs> And if you don't know, shame on you. You should have been listening to the other episodes where when I play this opening means it's my short intro. That's as I like to call it because I have a lot for this program. So we don't want to waste too much time. First off, we are (laughs) we are in Dallas, actually, and also. Believe it or not, right now, you're hearing from inside my car <laughs> because I have just finished uh, just finished watching Dark Phoenix at the theater. And uh, one, it's a OK. It's OK movie. Um, I enjoyed it, but I definitely can understand the criticism. I mean, it is rated very low on Rotten Tomatoes. It's at like 20 percent or 30 something. Um, I don't think it's that bad. I would put it at about a 50 um, if I was going to put it on that scale. So they're making, you know, a lot of the critics are making it seem like it's the worst movie <laughs> of all. Um, or they at least say it's the worst X-Men movie. And I I wouldn't say that. And even from the worst, X-Men movies are pretty good, especially if you like X-Men. I think if I was going to pick a worst X-Men movie, I'd probably still say the X-Men origin Wolverine movie was probably the the worst one. But even that, um, I wouldn't, I don't mind watching if I saw it on TV and I saw it at the movies. So, um, if you're, I think as I mentioned other movies, whether you're talking about any sort of uh, comic book movies, if you're into X-Men movies, 
you would like it. Now, I wouldn't say it will going to, it's going to be the best. And I also think one, I guess one aspect that is keeping, um, I guess, I guess what the criticism is being so high and they're kind of really dogging on this movie is basically, you know, because of Endgame that just passed. I mean, if you compare Endgame to this, then yeah, there's no comparison. Uh, it's uh, as far as scale and as far as uh, continuity and, and uh, yeah, a whole lot of other factors. And if you're comparing Dark Phoenix to Endgame, then yeah, it's, it's on the bottom. <laughs> I guess at the bottom of the list as far as that. So if you, yeah, going by that, then yeah. But like I said, I, I enjoyed it and yeah, I'm going to, you know, add it to my list. So, but anyway, like I said, we don't have a lot of time and I don't, I don't really have much else to say other about that anyway. So also, I guess one other thing I want to bring up, but before we do that, I want to make sure we get everything um, queued up and ready to go because as soon as we get with our interview and you know what, I haven't even mentioned who we have it on. We're going to have um, Robert Kuykendall from second vote and he's a returning guest. He's, he was on with us a couple of uh, a little over a year ago and with what's going on with Disney and Netflix and all these celebrities and coming out basically advocating for, liberal um policies as always and i just wanted to bring him on again because a lot of us especially you know conservatives um when we go out to these retailers or you know spend our money on you know to these companies a lot of them are partnering up with whether it's planned parenthood or take your pick of whatever progressive quote unquote progressive and liberal groups out there. And, and the money that you spend tend to go to, you know, whether it is Planned Parenthood, I would just mention that right now. Cause that's basically what's getting all the attention now, especially with um, Disney and Netflix or out trying to flex their muscle to intimidate states like Georgia and, um, Alabama or whatever, or even Louisiana, because a lot of them, maybe they film their movies there and they want to basically bully these states into, you know, to not have these pro-life bills go through and to not have any success and basically just, just continue the cycle of death through abortion. So, but like I said, we're going to talk with um, Robert about about all that. And so um got a couple more things I'm going to bring up before we get to that. Um, you know what? Matter of fact, actually, I'm going to just go ahead and get in into our interview with Robert. Matter of fact, we're going to do that. And at the end, I will have um, maybe a couple other things. I know there's one thing that's on my mind, especially about with uh, uh, Pastor David Platt. Uh, praying for president trump and for some reason getting um having to explain himself because i'm not gonna say he apologized but he had to explain himself which i don't even think he even had to do that but anyway i'll get into that after our interview so first 
we are here a word from politics and then we'll get to our interview with Robert. Hello, this is Brian Bledsoe, host of Trend Chat, also contributor at Politichicks.com, here to tell you about the new book called Politichicks, A Clearing Call to Political Activism, with over 300 pages from contributors like myself, talking about topics such as education, social issues, healthcare, the Second Amendment, and of course, activism. I encourage you all to check it out at Politichicks.com, and is also available at Amazon and Barnes & Noble. This is Dana Lash, and you're listening to Trend Chat. Hello, this is Trend Chat. And we are very pleased to have a returning guest, Robert Kuykendall, with us. He is the communications director for Second Vote. And we wanted to bring him on just to talk about the, I guess, the popular trend going on right now with um, a lot of these uh, corporations that are, I guess, want to make their stance known on where they where they stand on issues as far as when it comes to pro-life. Or, or it's not even just that. I mean, it's been going on for years now but it just seems like something that has been um i guess popularized right now and and really is um as you said trendy you know this being trend chat and all so robert how you doing brian i'm doing great and thank you for having me on trend chat again uh always it's always uh, great for me to get to uh speak to people who are with us in this uh in this political battle where we're you know, trying to share and defend our values. And so appreciate the work you do in giving Second Vote a voice um, and, a, and a platform to really explain to people what's going on when we have corporations taking sides on political issues. And, uh, you know, like you said, a lot of these things have been going on a long time uh, at Second Vote where we study these corporations and we've scored over 800 different companies and nonprofits in our database. Uh, it's very disconcerting to see how major brands, the fortune 500 companies have been involved in supporting, uh, the left's agenda on a variety of issues for a very long time. Um, and this is something where, we as conservatives need to start educating ourselves as to how these companies are involved on the issues. Uh, so I always welcome the opportunity to share with your listeners about what we what we have found and and uh, and, and and provide a little bit of insight because information is what is what is most important. Uh, you're not going to be able to hold a company accountable for taking sides on the issues unless you actually have the information first. Well, for the people who maybe are not as familiar, um, you know, it's been a been a couple of episodes since we had you on. I guess kind of refresh people's, I guess, memory on um, everything Second Vote does. Yeah, so Second Vote was founded in in 2012. Uh, we are we developed an online database. It's a shopping guide for conservatives, and they can find where the companies they do business with every day get involved in uh, on matters of culture and on public policy. We score companies based on their positions on life, marriage, religious liberty, the environment, Second Amendment, immigration, and education. And we look at when a company has charitable gifts or they have sponsorships of organizations or when they uh, engage in public advocacy, uh, we find out if 
those charities they're supporting are actually engaged in political activism. For example, uh, when a company gives to Planned Parenthood, they're not only supporting Planned Parenthood's uh, abortion business, but they are also supporting Planned Parenthood's ability to advocate for abortion and to advocate for policies uh, that protect abortion. Uh, so we look at uh, all the issues uh, we, you know, to see where if companies are taking stands on environmental issues. Do they support policies like cap and trade? Uh, do companies uh, do companies support uh, school choice? Uh, and we want to show companies that for their good and for their bad. And we say that companies that remain neutral are actually a good thing. While we are conservative, uh, we would be just fine with companies staying out of the political debates because then you and I could go do business. We could go shop um, at places like Target and know that our dollars at Target aren't being used to fund the left's agenda. Unfortunately, Target's one of the bad actors, and we all remember how Target uh, you know, made the big announcement to say, well, anyone, men can come into the women's bathrooms and changing rooms based on how they feel. Uh, what they we, we, and that was controversial, and a lot of people have boycotted Target. But if you look at Target's record overall, you see that Target has supported organizations financially uh, that have promoted these so-called bathroom bills, that have supported the less war on gender. Uh, so there's there's real, real financial reasons to say I don't want my dollars supporting these causes. I don't, I wouldn't vote for these causes. So why would we go to a company that would use our dollars to fund the things we don't agree with? Yeah, and unfortunately, you know, even you know, by going to Second Vote's website, it's a uh, it's very far and few in between. Find a lot of neutral um, companies out there, and yeah, I mean, it's a uh, even though you may have retailers that are you know that are competing. So, say for instance, like mm-hmm. Target and walmart or whatnot and a lot of times it kind of come down to who is less bad almost <laughs> <laughs> yeah and you, it, sometimes you you have to make an informed decision or maybe the best decision but i'll tell you brian uh the left has been busy the left has uh, they they've gotten involved in academia they've the left has gotten involved in the media and hollywood and we've always kind of thought well, at least business is kind of neutral on these issues, but uh, the left has very deliberately gotten involved in the corporate world, uh, and are, they're using the corporate world to finance their agenda. Uh, so it's up to us to really push back, and I just don't think uh, conservatives have really been uh, had this mindset for very long, uh, but I think it's actually making a difference. Um, you know, just a few weeks ago, the head of ESPN said that uh, the company had some real problems because people uh, people believed ESPN was supporting the left's talking points, uh, that their reporters were biased and they were unchecked, and people just wanted the reporters on, on SportsCenter to cover sports and not add their political slant. But the head of ESPN said, you know, we've actually learned our lesson, and there's a big article in the Los Angeles Times uh, just a couple weeks ago that showed ESPN has felt the pressure, and they, they've made some changes. In fact, uh, their viewer numbers are up in the end of 2018, uh, first quarter of 2019, 
advertising revenues are up 6% and their subscriptions are back up. Uh, ESPN has showed that just going back to neutral is going to bring their viewers back. Um, and their, see, their president has been very clear about saying we're going to be neutral um, when it comes to the content we're providing. Yeah, you know, it's funny to hear that comment from ESPN, but yet, uh, you know, one of the main reasons we want to bring you on um, right now is because the parent company has came out as far as um, Disney being the parent company. Yeah. Has come out and saying that they're going to, I guess, um, rethink or just over, just outright boycott the state of Georgia um, from having any more production there because of the recent um, pro-life bills that they passed. Yeah, and that's why I wanted to bring up the ESPN to really segue us into what we're going to talk about with Disney because, uh, you know, you look at all these companies and when you have these conglomerates of these parent companies, you know, a lot of them fall under the umbrella. So if we look at ESPN, we see a company that has actually kind of maybe learned its lesson to to say we need to de-escalate the political rhetoric. Uh, but then you have the CEO of Disney, the parent company, uh, coming out and saying, well, we're going to pull out of Georgia. We're not going to do any more projects in Georgia because Georgia believes, of all things, in protecting babies' lives. Uh, you know, the, for, I know a lot of people have been paying attention to what's going on in Georgia, but the background is Georgia passed a bill, they call it a heartbeat bill, to... Uh, basically say that abortions can't be performed after a doctor can detect a baby's heartbeat. Uh, and it's one of the, the most powerful pro-life laws uh, that has been passed in the United States. And uh, you know, Georgia made the decision uh, to, to protect life. And that's a, you know, that's a great thing. But what you see here is companies, especially companies based in Hollywood, are coming in to say, to pressure Georgia, uh, to to back down, uh, you know, and, and and this is driven by liberal activists, driven by Hollywood elites, uh, because this is all tied to the film industry. Uh, as a little bit of background, Georgia has provided incentives, uh, pro-business incentives, uh, to get the film industry to come to Georgia to make movies, to make TV shows. Uh, so that's where a lot of the growth of the film industry has come from. Uh, but you know, Hollywood thinks it can leverage its values on the state of Georgia. And uh, you see this personified when Disney CEO Bob Iger comes out and says, well, we're going to find it very difficult to uh, continue our filming in Georgia. It's basically blackmail. Uh, you know, they're trying to use their corporate weight to get Georgia to pull back on its, on its decision to protect lives. Yeah, and I mean, this is a tactic that is used across the board for a number of issues as far as um, corporations using their, you know, uh, what they, their revenue, basically what they bring to the state and try to basically um, just, just uh, change policy and, and whether in the state or on the federal level as well. Yeah, but I, but I want people to think about this critically. Brian, I, I think we really need to look at, um, at what the Disney company through CEO Bob Iger is doing. And the same thing with Netflix. Uh, you know, the yeah. Netflix company does films a lot of their shows in Georgia. They've basically said the same thing, that they won't be doing 
their work there in Georgia um, anymore if this bill is implemented. And we know that there's a, probably some legal hurdles uh, that the that the measure is going, going to face. Uh, but if we look at what Bob Iger, Disney CEO, is saying, to me it seems like he's spending too much time in fantasy land. You know, that's part of the Disney parks. Uh, <laughs> and somebody is, I even said, yeah, his, his position here is kind of goofy. Uh, but that... <laughs> But that's what Hollywood does. Hollywood deals in fiction. Uh, they don't deal in the real life. And the fantasy that Hollywood and the left is trying to promote is that uh, a baby's not a baby. Uh, you and I can observe uh, a fully formed child. We can observe a what they call a fetus, and we can say that is a that is a, a unique human being uh, with all the rights uh, bestowed on it uh, as a human by God. Uh, so we. The liberals want us to believe this fantasy that a baby's not a, a baby until it's magically born one day, and then it becomes a person. But we can observe this, and science shows us that life does begin at conception. So I say that you know, the Disney types, the Netflix types, the Hollywood types, they basically live in fantasy land, um, and, they, and, and they believe fairy tales. Um, but think about this for a second. Where is one of Disney? What's what's another state that Disney has a lot of presence and a lot of business other than Georgia and other than California? I'll say it's, Florida. It's Florida, right? Yeah. Okay, so, so Florida is right there next to Georgia, and you know Florida has a pretty conservative governor. What if Florida passes a heartbeat bill? Are they going to move Disney World from Florida? Just because Florida decides to protect babies, no. we know that we know that's preposterous. Yeah, <laughs> but it, Iger is bluffing. He might not be bluffing. He may be bluffing, but the the logic here is preposterous. Um, to say, well, we're just going to go out here and boycott states based on based on these laws. Uh, we you can tell it's political posturing, and they are trying to bully Georgia. Uh, but that gets to the, the second part of, my, of what the second point I wanted to make. Uh, Disney regularly films around the world in countries that have uh, more restrictive abortion laws than most states uh, in the United States. Uh, they are uh, you know, the new uh, Aladdin movie. Uh, it was shot in the country of Jordan, uh, where women who have abortions face up to three years in prison. Georgia's Georgia's law does not condemn women who have abortions, but in the country of Jordan, they will face prison. So it's it's very hypocritical um, to what Bob Iger is doing because uh, he's trying to score political points. And when you really think about this in terms of logic, you can see that it's completely political, and he's try he's basically virtue signaling on behalf of Hollywood and trying to bully the state of Georgia. Well, I mean, if they didn't have hypocrisy, they wouldn't have anything at all. So, <laughs> so that's not surprising at all. No, it's, it, sadly, it's not surprising. Um, and that's where we see this divergence, uh, you know, when we compare ESPN and Disney. And yes, ESPN is owned by uh, the uh, Disney company, um, but they are under. They are seeing why the politicization of entertainment is bad for business. Uh, 
people love sports. People go to sports to watch sports to escape from politics. Uh, and it, when we so over the years, we've seen uh, you know where ESPN personalities have have used the platform to slam the president. We've seen how ESPN has elevated uh, stories that really people do. They've elevated stories like about Michael Sam and about Colin Kaepernick, um, creating controversial sports stories that had very strong political undertones where, again, I go back to people just wanted to come in and see a highlight reel, uh, see some touchdowns, some slam dunks, or uh, whatever was on. And so it, it wasn't the right place. And I think, I, I think it turned a lot of people off. Fortunately, ESPN has seen that that was, uh, that was not the right move is making the decision to, again, I say depoliticize uh, is probably the best way to describe it. Uh, but Disney, uh, Disney has, has made the decision, or at least through their CEO, is inserting itself in the middle of this debate. Um, but I think there's one more thing that Disney's missing here. And, uh, you know, you said, hey, they've got their presence in Florida. They've got the resorts. Well, what's one of the main things that Disney produces um, as far as its genre? It's films for children, right? Yeah. So if Disney's target audience is children, why are they supporting, why are they coming out in support of a practice that ends the lives of children? Uh, they're kind of removing their customer base, aren't they? It's kind of like what happened to Toys R Us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, I would think that the uh, shareholders should be concerned. Uh, you know, no company wants to chase or to literally run off its consumers or its customers. Um, you know, by promoting abortion, by supporting abortion, uh, Disney's essentially doing the same thing. Hello, Trend Chat fans. The Founding Project invites you to experience our latest resource to take civics to citizens, TFP's new website. Visit us at www.thefoundingproject.com. Be a part of the civics movement with The Founding Project. The Founding Project is a 501c3 education nonprofit. Join us today. This is Trend Chat with your host, Brian Bledsoe. Yeah, just like I like I mentioned before, I remember on Tours of Us, you know, they were they had some sort of relationship with Planned Parenthood and now where are they now? <laughs> well, Tours of Us is out of business. There, there you uh, go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So and, and you know, people have choices these days too. That's what we have to start remembering. Um, you know, it wasn't very long ago. The only entertainment options you had was through uh, through a handful of channels that were broadcast um, through a few stores. But gosh, you have with the internet, you have access to everything around the world. You have access to all sorts of entertainment options as well. Uh, you you don't have to go through the traditional cable. You don't have to go through the traditional um, movie distributors. Uh, you can get movies distributed right to your uh, right to your laptop, right to your cell phone. Uh, so I, I think companies are going to have to start becoming more aware. It looks like ESPN's leaders, new leadership, I might add. Um, that's another thing to note. Uh, the new president at ESPN is the one that's been making these decisions. Um, so I think companies are going to have to become more aware of how their customers are 
um, our, how their customers feel about their political statements. And, you know, having a resource like Second Vote, I mean, is definitely helpful for, you know, people like myself or, you know, conservatives that want to at least have an idea as far as what these companies are uh, spending their money on and where they're, uh, what they actually are supporting. And yeah. so, and yeah, I, I, I would just, just say, I mean, I know for me personally, when it comes to whenever it's something like this happens or whether it's Disney or Netflix or, what, or whatnot, and instantly the first thing that comes across is that, okay, let's boycott that company and, it, you know, the company of the day because it's always something. And I know, like, for me personally, I, I'm not a big boycott guy myself, mainly because, I, and I always say, as a Christian and as a conservative, if I went down the list of all the things that <laughs> goes against my values for one company, I literally could not do nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I couldn't do anything because all of them are doing something. But it right. kind of goes back to what I mentioned before. It just kind of, like, I would use second vote to, I guess, go to, go to a company that is less bad because I could find right. something in all of them. <laughs> well, I'll give you a good example. Uh, you know, Starbucks is a very liberal company. Yeah. And 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 they've even uh, kind of uh, they've even kind of adopted the mantle of being a liberal company uh and one of their competitors is dunkin donuts mm -hmm. uh when we look at dunkin donuts I, I think they have a few items that might cause a little concern but they uh they're, they're they lean a little bit to the left according to second vote scale and and for your um for your listeners uh welcome you're welcome to come to secondvote.com and see where these companies stand on the issues and see the research, which is which is what we use to say this is why a company is doing good or doing bad. Yeah, but Dunkin' Donuts is not Chick-fil-A, and we don't expect them to be become the next Chick-fil-A. But one of uh, Dunkin' Donuts' uh, marketing uh, executives was at a conference uh, last month and said, you know, we don't want to be Starbucks. We don't want you to be uh, – we don't want there to be a controversy because of what's on the design of our cups. We're here to get you a cup of coffee, uh, and we don't want anyone burning our munchkin boxes. <laughs> and I think that's a great place to be. And uh, and I think it's good to, to see a company like Dunkin' Donuts saying, you know, we don't want to be political. We want to serve everybody. Uh, so Dunkin' Donuts, again, it's not Chick-fil-A, but that's a company we can point to and say, hey, they're making the right decisions when it comes to how they're engaging with their customers. And it's because we as customers are really the ultimate boss. Uh, if they don't get our dollars, if we don't spend our dollars with these companies, they can't get involved with these causes and, and with supporting less agenda because they won't have the money to do so in the first place. So I agree with you, Brian. I don't, I don't like to use the word boycott. Um, you, know, the, you could, you're right. You could go all over the place and find the, Something bad. I'm not going to do business here or there, and, and all of a sudden you, you're not doing business with anybody. Uh, but your dollar is power, and the company wants it. That's what capitalism is all about. Yeah. Uh, the free exchange. So it's it's leverage. You, you, they, it, it's a tool of engagement. It's a way to open the door, and it's time to start having honest conversations with these companies. Um, it, tell them why you don't want them to do something. Give them the opportunity to correct the behavior. And I think you're going to find a lot of them start to respond, especially if you just do it nicely. Uh, they, these are these are these are people that the business world still wants to make a dollar. 
Um, and there might be some lost causes like Starbucks. Uh, but it's it, it, use your shopping habits to engage. Um, and, and I think it's going to go a long way. And I think we're starting to really see signs that companies are, are, are starting to respond. I think, you know, um, I think a lot of times if, if customers would basically treat corporations just like if uh, you would talk about on Capitol Hill or wherever your state legislature is, where if you engage and actually mm -hmm. make your voice known and, you mm -hmm. know, the more people, the better. Because then mm -hmm. they they'll really pay attention, and I think we we have to do that with these corporations just as much as you know that we need to do on Capitol Hill and you know lighting up the phone lines and all that to let them know, hey, you know we do not we don't agree with you know where what direction that you're going, right? And it, it because it doesn't happen in a vacuum, and we know that legislation and policy in Washington or in our state capitals affects our lives. Uh, but when a company or a corporation is engaged in the political debate, the positions they're taking are having an impact on our lives. So we do have to be proactive. Uh, you know, eventually, if, if we say nothing, they're all going to go in a, in a direction we don't want to. Uh, so if we want to avoid that, if we want to defend the values that made this country great, if we want to defend uh, our way of lives, uh, we have to be proactive about it and uh, and not sit on the sidelines. Uh, yes, uh, you know we want to go vote. We want to go vote for the politicians that are going to govern uh, in a manner uh, that matches our values. Uh, but we we also want the other other parts of our culture to match our values. Uh, so that's why if we, with the more we learn to match our shopping habits with our values, um, the more the more effect we're going to have. You know, the, for me, my thing is when it comes to to all of this, is that I I would just want the you know these companies to to be neutral at least. Yeah. Now if they if they want to be conservative, great. You know, right. and, but if they want to be liberal, state that as well. See, because yes. that one thing I've noticed that um so Stephens like Chick Fil A, they they're kind of considered you know considered conservative because mm -hmm. of of the things they have done you know in the past and what and whatnot but mm -hmm. if a if a corporation wants to support liberal you know policies they never you know they never uh, labeled that right and, and so, they would yeah. never they would never run a commercial saying do you want to open a planned parenthood banking account <laughs> or do you want the uh sanctuary cities uh combo today they don't <laughs> They're not going to have, I mean, wouldn't you love to see that advertisement when, when you're watching TV for them to actually be honest? Yeah. At least it would give us a, a way to, to, to say, hey, we don't want you to do that. But yeah, the, these corporations have operated uh, for a long time uh, without really disclosing everything they're doing. Uh, and they also, they've also found a place to hide inside the left's, um, you know, the, the left's fuzzy words. Uh, you know, sometimes they, you see users, well, we're just supporting this because we believe in equality. And yeah, we all agree in equality. Um, but are you passing a law that is, uh, that is going to advance the left's agenda on, um, matters such as bathroom bills? Are you going to use this law to persecute cake bakers or, uh, wedding planners? 
uh, equality is one thing, but uh, sometimes equ their equality, or a lot of times their equality doesn't mean what we mean when we say equality. Uh, so we have to hold corporations accountable for getting involved and explain to them, hey, this is really an issue, a group, uh, an organization that you don't want to be involved with because it may uh, it may undermine our First Amendment rights. Uh, it may uh, it may be in support of a group that wants to take away our Second Amendment rights. Uh, so we we have to be very careful. That's why the information is important. Um, you know, a company might come out there and publicly say, "We support." Uh, you know, yeah, we're not getting in, in, involved on uh, on the gun issue, on Second Amendment issues. He said, "Well, you're supporting a group like the National Urban League, who works to uh, roll back stand your ground laws. Uh, so, you know, you have to be very, you have to be very careful about what they're actually saying. You have to be and, and have your research. And that's why Second Vote exists to have the resources. We aggregate everything um, from from various sources, and we show you. And this is why we believe a company leans to the left or leans to the right. And you can look at the information in our database and and make the decision for yourself and say, yeah, that that is something that concerns me. Yeah, and." If people want to know more about, you know, Second Vote, where would they go, and and what's new with Second Vote, and what what all y'all have going on? They go to secondvote.com, and I'll tell you what they should do. Uh, they should go and see some of the stories we've been releasing over the last month um, or so, uh, called a uh, little campaign called the Good Men, um, and uh, they can see the stories on our our homepage. They can also go to secondvote.com slash Father's Day. This is a Father's Day project we've been developing, and we have asked our readers to send us stories about the men in their lives that have uh, that have showed them what it means to be a man. And we we came across this because we uh, we saw that commercial that from the Gillette company uh, earlier this year where they said you know, masculinity is toxic and men have to change. Uh, and a lot of people saw that ad. So wait, you you sell products to men, and because men are masculine, they have facial hair. Yet you're saying men shouldn't be men. And you know, it, it, they they slid inside this trope of the Me Too movement that really seeks to demean and um, and it's is so insulting to men. And what it what it means to be a man. So we said, well, let's get some stories about what it really does need mean to be masculine, um, to be a father, to be a leader, to be a protector, a provider. Um, so our Father's Day project, we've asked our supporters, our followers, uh, to submit stories about uh, one of their fathers, or a son, or a brother, or someone who's shown you know the values uh, that we all want that we all should honor. No one thinks that men should be abusive. No one thinks that men uh, should engage in boorish behavior. Uh, you know, no one supports that. But there are unique things that men and women do because they are men and women. Um, and we want to show what the good is in men. So this is our Father's Day project. We're still collecting stories. They can go through our website. Um, and see several of them posted. We're going to keep posting these stories uh, through Father's Day. And uh, at the on Father's Day, we're going to select one of these uh, and give the give give a gift of a Father's Day watch from the Eggard Watch Company. Uh, we we found this Eggard Watch Company because 
they actually made a response yeah. to Gillette's ad. Yeah, I you remember. Price, you price it, it's great, and it shows. Yeah, it says what what does it mean to be a man? And it says you know men are likely to be killed in combat. Uh, men are likely to to uh, be first responders. Men men do great things um, because they're men, and that doesn't that doesn't demean women at all. Um, but you know, this this really shows. Hey, we we need to be talking about the good things in masculinity, and then we use those lessons to raise our sons and to and to hold other men accountable. Um, so we we want to provide a bunch of good lessons, a bunch of good examples. Uh, and I think your uh, your listeners will find some really neat stories. Uh, so invite them to come a second vote and participate in uh, the good in men is is what we're calling it because I think it's a really special project. All right. Well, um, any um, social media? Uh, yeah, we're on uh, we're on Facebook and uh, and Twitter and uh, at, at Second Vote Facebook dot com slash Second Vote Twitter dot com slash Second Vote. That's two N D V O T E. Um, and uh, and we're also getting on Instagram too. So if you have any Instagram followers, uh, we're just now launching our Instagram uh, account. Uh, so that'll be a new place to get some of our content. All right, Robert, thanks so much for your time. Yeah, Brian, I'd love to come on anytime you'd like. Hey, this is Benny Johnson. You're listening to Trend Chat with Brian Bledsoe, the best beard in the business. Thanks to Robert for joining us again, and you know, in in talking about what these corporations have been going, <laughs> how how they've been using our money, and I, I just can't stress enough as far as using resources like Second Vote to see where your money is being spent. So I, I really appreciate Robert coming on, and. Yeah, again, yeah, check them out, secondvote.com. So, now, one thing I've wanted to bring up is over the weekend, Pastor David Platt had the, you said the honor, or the privilege, I guess, to pray for the president president showed up at his church and he asked to pray for him and as a any christian should they obliged but for for some reason he had to i guess i guess put out a explanation or to clarify uh why he did what he did because apparently all of a sudden i guess praying for the president is taboo or something that should be frowned upon amongst christians i I don't know where this came from all of a sudden i i thought we were supposed to pray for uh, everyone and i I don't know i I guess this is a kind of a, a symptom of what the president has done to a lot of people because that's something I've kind of noticed is that I mean it seemed like ever since 2016 he is 
the president, like he has like drove some people crazy <laughs> where people that you would think or, you know, it's, it's, let's say, for, for instance, like Christians, I guess. And all of a sudden they don't care about praying for the president. Now, I remember back when Obama was president and. If, if you know, for people who didn't agree with anything Obama stood for, still would pray for the man. If if for anything, for him to change his ways, to change the way he is um, for the things that he advocate for, that he would see the light, the right way of doing things just for that. But when it comes to Trump, they're like, they don't even think he's worthy of being prayed for. <laughs> and yeah, so I mean, even if, if you're a Christian and you, view trump as an enemy don't you suppose to pray for your enemies as well so i still don't see where you don't pray for the president now i'm pretty sure a lot of the christians who hate trump i guess you could say i would say hate trump because the people if you are at the point where you don't want to pray for a man yeah you're hating the man and that's a sin so but hey i don't know now me saying that i'm pretty sure when they think of pray, praying for the president especially if they think trump is the devil they they're thinking of uh what they call an imprecatory prayer and something like psalms 109 or something they think about praying that sort of prayer so and the reason i mentioned that because i i know that one pretty well because that's actually tattooed on my arm but but so they they're thinking about I guess maybe their whole beef is that they wish David Platt would have prayed that type of prayer to him because that's how they see Trump. And I you know honestly I would say when Obama was president, well, you know, I kind of felt that way too. But anyway, that's it for the, for this episode. Uh, we'll be on next week. Don't know when, but until next week we'll chat with you later guys as we get older we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance it happens but you can stop mother nature whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ed call metro men's health skip the pills and injections they're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time metro men's health treats the root cause of ed lack of blood flow so it works Long term, Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700. Guys, as we get older, we all start to notice minor changes in sexual performance. It happens, but you can stop Mother Nature. Whether you're just starting to develop erectile dysfunction symptoms or are suffering from chronic ED, call Metro Men's Health. Skip the pills and injections. They're only temporary and lose effectiveness over time. Metro Men's Health treats the root cause of ED, 
lack of blood flow, so it works long-term. Metro Men's Health uses the most advanced and clinically proven wave therapy on the market to actually repair aging blood vessels and restore them to a younger you. Get your spontaneity and your confidence back with safe, effective treatment from Metro Men's Health. Visit MetroMensHealth.com or call 833-687-0700. Don't let ED get worse. Call Metro Men's Health today. 833-687-0700. 833-687-0700.